BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, good morning from Stephen Schott Stadium in Santa Clara, California, as we get ready for game three of this three-game series, BYU versus Santa Clara. Santa Clara won the first game uh, Thursday night. Cougars came back last night with a a win, and really a must-win situation as I'm joined by Tuckett Slade. Cougars need to win this one. And then Gonzaga would have to sweep in order for the Cougars and, and Zags to tie for the regular season title. I've got to believe that LMU's going to sneak a win in sometime this uh, this weekend. Yeah, They were beaten last night one to nothing. But, again, we've said it all year, kind of a must win, and the Cougars need to do it to get to their 19th win in the conference. Yeah, 19 wins will get you a, a conference title, whether you're the, a tied share or you're a full outright conference champ. So it's a big game today. No, it certainly is as the uh, Broncos on the field. They have the exact same lineup as we've seen throughout the first two games with uh, Boero behind the plate to McNichols at first. DeCoslea is the second baseman. Uh, Brigman at short and Hendricks at third. McCarthy in left. Cam Alley in center. Andre Nebe is in right field. And the pitcher today, Brandon Buckley, a Right-hander, and we are ready for baseball as Brian Sue steps in for BYU. Buckley's first pitch is over for a call strike one. Buckley, his uh, 13th appearance, his sixth start. He's thrown 29 innings this year, one win, two losses, and a 2.73 earned run average. Curveball drops in for a strike. Very uh, impressive uh, batting average against opponents, just 150. Yeah, power arm, good slider. 0-2, here is Buckley's pitch. That's just off the plate. A ball and two strikes. Cougars, a little bit of change in their lineup. They've got Brian Call hitting in the second slot, and he will be DHing tonight. Austin Deming also getting the start at first base today. That pitch is a little bit inside, and the count now 2-2. Two and two. Home plate umpire today, Jeff Ladder, Jacob Asher at first, Ruben Candelaria at second, Jimmy Craig at third. Overcast, threatening skies as we start the ball game here. Little looper down the first baseline. First baseman going out, no one able to get to it in foul territory. Game time three hours earlier than we had uh, anticipated due to the incoming rain this afternoon, and we're just hoping that we can get... uh, Enough innings in to make this an official game. An official game with a lead would be the preferred would, would choice. Be, yes. <laughs> that would be a bummer to be down a run or so. And can, can you imagine kids. going four innings and having to, come, yeah. having to come back on Tuesday yeah. and play the final five? It would not be fun. 2-2 two, two to Brian Sue. That's outside. Four, ball three. Sue, Call, Hale, and Clough, the first three scheduled hitters for the Cougars. And McIntyre, Deming, Jacobson, Valdez, and Jillich as uh, Abe gets the start behind the plate. Sue fouls that pitch off. And the count uh, stays at three and two. Here's Brian. And that pitch is over for call strike three. So Sue strikes out to begin the game. 
And that will bring uh, Brian Call up. Yeah, good spot there. I look down, but uh, tough pitch to take there. Full count for Sue. Call steps in, the DH. Had a sack fly in last night's game, uh, late in the game, to give the Cougars their seventh run. First pitch, Call squares the bunt, takes the pitch over for a strike. Brian, the Richard freshman of Mission Viejo, 164 average, 55 at-bats uh, this year for Brian. Curveball there outside. Call hitting from the left side. Here is the 1-1 pitch to call. Curveball up a little bit high for a ball. Cougars will go at Justin Sterner. As these two teams played two pretty close games, Cougars offense just has really not uh, been unleashed in this series. Several opportunities as they have left 23 men on base in the first two games. And they've had 22 strikeouts in the first two, so way too many of both of those things. Pitch way inside ball four. And call walks. Yeah, and that's been the biggest issue is, like you said, 23 times or 22 bat- batters we've left on base? 23 left on 23 base. 23 left on base. And, and the, the crazy part about that, Brent, it's, it's been our big bats that have had a chance to drive those in that haven't done so this weekend. So hopefully today they can play loose and relaxed and, uh, and, and just get back to what makes them great. And the majority of those 23 have been second, third base type yeah, things. Exactly. I mean, not just every, you know, first base. And a lot of that has happened with one man out. Uh, people just uh, aren't getting the big base hit. As Brock Hale steps in, he scores the bunt, takes it outside, ball one. Well, it was interesting last night. I think we had seven at-bats with the runner on third in less than two. And, and Brian Call was the only one that was able to get a sack fly and drive a guy in. So, I mean, if, you're just, if you do half of those, all of a sudden you score ten runs. You know, it's a different game. So Call in the lineup today. Buckley, the right-hander, rocks and fires. That pitch is way outside for a ball. 2-0 and all the count to uh, Brock Hale. Brock has really got to get it going. He's 1-for-9 in the first couple of games. Brock was staying in the hotel last night. He's like, man, if I'd hit that ball that I hit in the eighth inning in the first or second inning, it'd probably been a home run with the way the wind was going. But, uh, yeah, we really need to get him and Clough going. They're the key to our offense. Clough has a couple of hits, and McIntyre just one hit. So four hits between those three guys in the first two games. Pitch Ooh. that ball hit, Hale. Got him up on the elbow pad. And so a walk and a hit batter. And, you know, we talk about this. Uh, Cougars uh, now 72 have been hit by pitches this year to set a school record. Hale. And, boy, doesn't this feel like deja vu for the third straight game we've had this scenario where it's been first and second and one down or bases loaded and one down here in the first inning. And and, all, and so far in the first two games, we couldn't get a run in the first. So hopefully today's different and uh, can set the tone early here. Because, honestly, with the way that this rain's supposed to be happening here within the hour or so, you want to start early and get ahead early. Clough steps in, the shortstop. Two for five in the series with runners at first and second base for BYU. And Buckley will work from the stretch. Here is the pitch. That's over for a strike. 
Buckley this year has had struggle his struggle with walks, 16 walks in 29 innings. He's been effectively wild, getting just about a strikeout an inning. And a very good earned run average of 2.73. Pitch to Clough is down low, a ball and a strike. Well, when we first got here, the wind from left was actually kind of blowing in today instead of out. Not a ton of wind right now. One ball, one strike to Clough. They've got the two lefties together right back-to-back with McIntyre behind Clough with the lineup changes, and Clough swings and foul tips that back into the catcher's glove and the count uh, now one and two on the Cougar sophomore Clough. Well, you win this one, and you've uh, at least tied for the regular season championship. You lose it, and then you need help. You need LMU to beat Gonzaga twice. Pitches down low, two and two. Well, you need them to, to beat them at least once to tie, and yeah. then twice if you want to win right. the outright. So it's, a, it's again, another must-win game for the Cougs, which we've kind of said that a bunch this year, which is fun. I mean, you're playing for, you're playing for first place. So much better than where it could be or where it was last year. Two balls, two strikes. Buckley rocks and fires, and that pitch is strike three called. Clough takes a strikeout, two in the inning by Buckley, and McIntyre steps in. There's another strikeout with a guy in scoring position with less than two out. Well, Mitch got a big hit for us last night. Got the double down the line to score two. Hopefully that can get him going because we need a big knock right here. McIntyre, one for seven. That was the double last night and drove in two. And here is Buckley's first pitch. That is on the inside corner for a strike. Looked like a little slider. Hadn't really thrown that pitch. Buckley pretty impressive looking. Uh, 6'2", 205-pound sophomore out of Tiburon, California. Marine Catholic High School. And here's the 0-1 ground ball right to the third baseman. He's got it on one hop. Throws the first, and the Cougars are retired after getting a couple of guys on base. No runs, hits, errors. Two runners left. We're through a half an inning. Cougars nothing. And uh, we'll share that uh, Mike Littlewood interview with you right now. We are head, here with head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Coach, uh, final game of the regular season. Wow, how that regular season has flown by. Um, had a fantastic year, coach, this year. And uh, looking forward to this last game at Santa Clara. Kind of a must win <laughs> if you if you want to get that uh, number one seed or at least tie for it, or at least tie for the regular season. you got to get this one. Yeah, we, we really do. It, it's just, it seems like a broken record. You and I have talked on all these pregames and saying this is a must win, this is a must win, and, and they have been. I mean, to get to 35 and 15, our RPI, RPI where, where it is right now, which is a little tenuous. I mean, I think we have to stay in the 30s. We're at 37 right now, and it, it just it's amazing that every game is a must win. But today, today literally is a must win for us. Uh, conditions, uh, the early start with a big, big front coming in, Boy, you're just hoping that you can get this thing in and uh, not uh, to 
I guess there is a possibility of coming back Tuesday to finish this thing if you have to. Yeah, well, the scenario is uh, if we get five in this morning, um, then it's going to be a complete game. So it's imperative that we um, get an early lead, uh, that we attack early. We're going to play. We're going to play every inning like it's the seventh, eighth, or ninth of a tie game. We we have to do that, and hopefully Justin Sterner comes out and has a uh, a really good start to this game. We don't give up runs in the first, but. It's a different kind of game. We know the rain's coming. Um, it's going to be here at about 11.30 noon. Um, so it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's just an interesting type day for sure. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Some thoughts there by Mike Littlewood right before the start of the ball game. And he, you know, he talked about a 10 a.m. start. He talked about another must-win situation. Boy, there's just so much on the line here. And then, you throw the weather into it and uh, all sorts of stuff going on here in Santa Clara today. Justin Sterner on the hill for the Cougars. They are certainly hoping that uh, Justin can rebound and get back to the way he was here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you, you need him to have a really good quality start here and, and start hot, put up a bunch of zeros early, and give your team a chance. Valdez behind the plate for Noah Hill. That's a change as the Cougars uh, go with Valdez. Uh, He'll caught the first couple of games and uh, taking some pretty good foul tips. So Valdez behind the behind the plate. Uh, Casey Jacobson at third. Cluffett short. Sue at second. And Austin Deming getting the start at first. McIntyre in left. Jelich in center. Brock Hale in right. And Justin Sterner on the hill. Eight wins, three losses on the year for Sterner. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Cam Alley, three for seven in the first two games. Ballpark located near the San Jose airport. Here's some of the planes going up and over the top. Uh, the wind has changed, and normally the planes land coming this way, but today they're, they're taking off this direction. Ball and a strike. Sterner, this will be his 13th start of the year. He's thrown 64 innings, has 65 strikeouts, and that's a good fastball, and Cam Alley swings right through it. Well, the key to him the whole year, Brent has just been throwing strikes, right? When he gets himself in trouble, it's by walking guys, and those have turned into some bad innings that, you know, he loses his confidence, and then you got to pull him. So just pound the zone and make them earn it. One and two, here's the pitch from Sterner. Outside, ball two. Sterner holding opponents to a batting average of 215. 23 walks in those 64 innings. And as we had mentioned, eight wins to lead this staff. Yeah, Sterner has been outstanding this year. Pitches outside for ball three. Yeah, good spot there, just off the plate. Now you got to challenge him here. No freebies. Three and two. Sterner's pitch popped up foul out of play. Last regular season game. Cougars will be playing Thursday night from Stockton, either 3 o'clock local Stockton time or 7 o'clock against a yet-to-be-determined team. Good fastball there. Just blew Cam Alley right away, four out number one. Yeah, really good fastball right there. That's what makes Sterner great. He's got a plus fastball that 
really gets on guys. One man out. Decochet steps up. He is the second baseman. So when you start looking at all the particulars of what could happen in the conference, uh, it's just almost mind-boggling. You get a headache uh, thinking about it. Pitches down low, ball one. BYU Gonzaga are both guaranteed in. The other two teams are still up in the air. They include Gonzaga, or I mean St. Mary's, San Francisco, LMU, and Pepperdine. All four of those are still in the running for those last two seats. Here is the 1-0 pitch. Ball fouled straight back. Yeah, it's crazy to have that many teams. And, you know, you got the, the Zags playing LMU, which is no easy task for LMU. You have Pepperdine and St. Mary's that are playing each other, and, and St. Mary's just needs one win of the next two, and they're in. St. Mary, uh, Pepperdine probably has to win both, um, if not have one and LMU lose. And then San Francisco is just sitting there at 15 wins saying, hey, guys, keep losing, keep losing. Ball fouled back. They just don't want any sweeps. They want guys just to split series, and if the right series is split, then they might still have a chance to, to or, jump yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. They really do. It's just crazy. Well, it won't be uh, all decided until tomorrow evening when all the games are completed. Which makes it fun. Those, yep. guys, those teams are playing for their life right now. We will be on the air in Stockton. On Thursday, sometime Thursday, hopefully in that early game, the number one seed. Number one and four play the game at 3 o'clock Stockton time. And the two, three seeds play the evening game. Two balls, two strikes to DeCochea. Fastball just missed down low for ball three. Well, to both batters so far in this first inning for Sterner, he's gotten ahead 0-2, and then all of a sudden he gets the full count. Ticochet hitting 256 as he steps in with four home runs. Popped up. First baseman going over. That ball's going to find the seats. Mentioned the, uh, the netting all around the uh, field here to keep all the foul balls off the, the roads behind the ballpark. Over the outfield wall is a, a batting cage and then in the big apartment complex, so that's the only place you don't have that uh, netting that's about 80 feet up in the air. Swinging, strike three, another strikeout. And that one actually had some down-angle tilt to it. That was a good fastball down. Good, good pitch right there by Sterner. So Justin Sterner off to a good start here in Santa Clara in inning number one. Andre Nebe steps in. He is a sophomore out of Oakland. 6'6", 230. He has one hit in the first two games. As Nebe steps in and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Has one hit in the series, came up huge because he got a, a single in the first inning and then the guy on deck, McNichols, hit the two-run shot. So. That was last night, in last night's ball game. Cougars won that one 7-5. Here's the 0-1, a swing and a miss. A ball and a strike. What good velocity right now by Mr. Sterner as he has come in and blown the first couple of guys away. 
One ball, one strike. Curve ball over for a strike. Boy, if he can throw that yeah. pitch for a strike, this could be a long day for the Broncos. Yeah, that's a that's an equalizer right there. When you're throwing that pitch for a strike, it makes his fastball that much better. We'll put him away right here. Don't waste a round. Ball and two strikes. And here is the pitch up a little bit high. You know, uh, post game a couple of nights, Coach Gold, Coach Littlewood was lamenting about Jordan Wood and what. What should we do in the first game of the tournament, you know, with a starting pitcher? I think you got to look back and see who had the most success against the team you're going against and everybody's feeling. Jordan's always been that number one guy, but uh, has the highest ERA of the starting staff. You'd have to kind of think about it anyway. Pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Looked like a pretty good pitch right there. Sterner wanted it. So did Valdez. I think if it was any other hitter in the lineup, he might have got that. But being 6-6, I think they called that pitch down. Well, again, full count. Attack him right here. Three balls, two strikes. Pitch is up. Strike three called. Looked like it might have been a ball. So um, Sterner strikes out the side here in the first inning. We're through one, no score, BYU and Santa Clara on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Austin Deming steps in, first pitch up high, ball one. Deming getting the start at set, uh, first base tonight. I should say this morning, not too often we play morning baseball. Deming hits this ball pretty well. Center fielder going over into the alley. Makes the catch for the out. One man out and uh, Casey Jacobson, who's three for eight with a couple of RBIs. Uh, Two of those three hits have been home runs for Casey. He now has five on the year. Third baseman, number 16, Casey Jacobson. So Jacobson, the third baseman. Comes to the plate against uh, Brandon Buckley. First pitch to Casey is over for a strike. You know, Tuck, when you look at this team, uh, boy, first base, second base, third base, all been a little bit in flux the whole year. DH and uh, Coach Mike Littlewood is swinging a miss, has been able to you know, put guys in and out and gotten some fairly good production. But then as they drop off, then, you know, he tries somebody else. And uh, it's been a weird year kind of as as that goes with uh, that many uh, situations. That pitch is over for a call strike three. Jacobson goes down on three straight. Yeah, you're right. It's crazy. You're 35 and 15 on the year, and you still have a kind of revolving lineup that just hasn't been set. The only thing constant in the infield is Clough at short and then Sue somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> First, second, or third. And then in the outfield, it's been Brock, 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 Brock out yeah. there and then and pretty much Mitch. But other than that, the center field a little bit with yeah. Jelly's injuries. The last three, four weeks, Jelly's been right there. But, yeah. Uh, so it's, it, it, it has been a team that, you know, you, you, you can usually, especially when you're having that kind of success, you normally have eight guys that are you can pretty much count on running out there every every day 
unless uh, there's an injury. 2-0 the count. Pitch is over for a strike, just like today. Call getting the start in the DH role and uh, Deming at first base. Been, it's been a while since we've seen Deming on the field. There's a line drive base hit by uh, Abe Valdez. Two out single. Yeah, good swing there. Going the other way. I like to see that. You know, this year with Abe, it's kind of feast or famine. He really comes in and has good at-bats or it doesn't look like he's ready. And so hopefully that's a sign to come that he's going to have some good at-bats today. That'll bring Jelilich up. Uh, Danny, two for nine. In the series. Batting in the number nine hole. And Buckley, first time out of the stretch, is way outside ball one. Cougars now uh, three base runners in the ball game. As we play the bottom of the second inning here in Santa Clara, no score. Two teams have uh, split the series so far. Jelic up the middle, shortstop unable to get there. Valdez. Valdez, what are you doing? Second base Come and on, stopped. Run. I think he could have made it. Coach yeah. Lewis had him coming. You and got to run. Abe went around the bag and then put the brakes on for some reason. That's an easy first yeah. to third read there, and, and, and Coach is centered him, and he just stops. As you're rounding that bag, you're looking for that third base coach. You keep your eye off the ball and do what he says. Back-to-back singles by the Cougars. Top of the order, Brian Sue steps in. Well, Sue joined us late to the park today. Those, those late-night, early mornings are tough for him, and so he, he got here just about a half hour before game time so he could get a little more rest. First pitch to Sue is down low, ball one. Brian struck out looking his first time up. The thing about Sue that we kind of realize is the more rest he gets, the better he is in his his reaction time. Buckley again from the stretch. Cougars again with runners at first and second base like we saw in the first inning. And there's a good breaking ball that drops in for a strike. I've been really impressed with the way that uh, Coach Filter calls the game. You can tell that he's a professional-type pitching coach. He's been doing it for so many years because he has good sequencing and keeps you off balance and never really gives in. One ball, one strike. Pitch to Sue. Ball hammered to left field. Valdez is going to come around third. Here comes the throw, and he is safe at the plate. Boy, they cut the throw off, third baseman. Not a very strong throw at all by McCarthy, and third baseman caught it, and uh, Valdez barely scored on the hit. And, boy, if he'd been thrown out, he would have heard about it, uh, not uh, moving to third base on the well, single. Well, I mean, he beat that out by about a half a foot, and and that's the thing. He scores easy, absolutely yeah. easy if he's on third, but uh, he'll learn from it. Nice piece there by Sue, and let's see if Call can make it hurt now. Call put a great swing together last night with that sack fly late in the game. First and second, Brian Call steps in. Buckley with the pitch, and that is a curveball for a strike. You know, the ball picked up by McCarthy when Valdez was about on third base, and yeah. I'm thinking, uh-oh, because Abe doesn't run that well. But McCarthy, not a good arm at all, barely made it to the third baseman who had to turn and fire home. 
Well, Coach Littlewood, uh, knowing a little about McCarthy's uh, arm, decided to send Valdez, and there's a Get ball hit just fouled oh, down the line. Man. Owen to the count is called a couple of feet foul down that first baseline. Wow. Cougars leading one to nothing on three base hits. Three consecutive singles after the first two guys that were retired here in the inning. And Brian Call trying to keep it going. Buckley again. Here's the pitch. Outside for ball one. And that swing was about a half a foot foul down the line. Would have definitely scored one, if not two. It's kind of one of those weekends, right? Just the difference. One ball, two strikes. Buckley from the stretch. And the pitch to call. Ball grounded out right to the second baseman who's got it. And we'll throw a call out. Cougars got one run on three hits. No errors. Two runners left. We are through an inning and a half. one nothing. Cougars leading the Broncos on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Jake McNichols steps in. He will go against uh, Justin Sterner, who struck out the side in the first. McNichols, 16 home runs on the year, 30 RBIs. Got a home run here the other night. McNichols, a 227 hitter, and there's a ball hit pretty well. Right uh, as uh, McIntyre had to come in and make the catch. How about that speed right there, that closing speed? Looked like a strong safety coming in to make a tackle. (laughs) My goodness. I thought, oh, that ball's going to land over Clough's head, and Mitch came a long way and made that look easy. Looked like the ball was hit a little better than it was. McIntyre had to come hard to make the catch. One man out. And Ryan McCarthy, left fielder, steps in. He's out of Colorado Springs. He is a junior. And he has been the best hitter on this team against BYU. Five for seven with a grand slam in game one. That's all they needed. They won that one 4-2. 242 average with uh, four home runs. And here's the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Brock Hale going back and right, looking up. This ball is off the wall. Hale goes in and picks it up and will hold McCarthy to a double. Boy, it looked like Hale had a pretty good chance. I think he tried to jump and maybe hit the wall. Yeah, As he, he tried to jump and just couldn't get high enough to make the catch. Yeah, his last step, he hit his back on the wall so he couldn't jump. If he would have got there and could have jumped, I think he makes that play. Good effort, though. I'm just glad it stayed in the yard. Batting six, the designated hitter, number 16, Gavin Maloney. Gavin Maloney now steps in after the double. First hit of the ball game. And Maloney is... One for six in the series. Got that hit last night in his last at bat. Maloney, the freshman out of Roswell, New Mexico. First pitch. A little bit low. Ball one. Cougars will return home tonight. And then back uh, flying in Tuesday for the conference tournament that begins on Wednesday. Wednesday. 
Cougars wearing the Royal Tops, uh, or the uh, Navy Tops with Cougs across the front, gray pants. And the uh, Broncos with uh, red top, white pants. This will be the Broncos' final game of the season. There's a curveball that hits way out in front of the plate. And the runner advances to uh, third base. Yeah, that was a little 54-footer that bounced in front of the plate. Tough pitch. Abe tried to get there, but it hits off his skull cap and ricochets to the side, and the runner advances. That's a big advancement because now a sack fly ties this game up. Santa Clara, 12 wins, 39 losses. Like to stay away from that 40 loss. They are 5-21 and 21 in the conference. Cougars will bring the infield in, and the pitch is outside ball three. It's interesting about Sterner. It's like he'll be cruising, and then once he gives up a hit, it, like, changes him. And then all of a sudden, he gets three over the next guy. He's done it multiple times this year. 3-0 pits, that's over for a strike, 3-1. and one. Cougars 35-15 and 15 on the year. Now 18-8, and eight, a half a game ahead of uh, Gonzaga, but Gonzaga still has two to play, so if Gonzaga could sweep LMU, uh, they could actually tie the Cougars. There's a line drive, right field, base hit, just past the diving Deming, and the... Broncos have tied it up at 1-1. That good at bat right there. That's what you're supposed to do. Infield playing in, just hit something hard, and it'll find a hole, and it just barely scoots by. You know, if Deming's playing back like normal depth, he probably can get to that ball, but the way it works in this game, you play this game a little differently because you're just not sure how many innings you're going to get in, so every run matters. And looking at the Accu forecast here, it says uh, rain... Starting here in the Santa Clara area. That's actually here at Stephen Schott Stadium in 63 minutes. So we'll see how accurate they actually are. The 1 1 the score. As Tony Boetto, the catcher, stepping in. So sometime around 11.45 here Pacific time. The rain is forecast. And as Tuck had mentioned before, you get five in here in this last game of a series. That can be an official game. So lots of things... uh, Quick throw to first base, and uh, Maloney back in safely. Sterner's pitch, ball popped up and out of play. Had a pretty good crowd here last night for Senior Day as they honored the Santa Clara Seniors. Not quite as large a crowd here today, about 500 last night. 
Owen won the count. Sterner really slowing down with the runner at first base. And another throw to first. Oh, Mahoney's only attempted one stolen base on the year, so interesting that they're really worried about him. You know, in this position we're in here in this uh, press box, I'm not too sure if it rains. We might. Uh, it's windy. We we could see a we little. We could, yeah. A little moisture might in here. Need to close these windows if that happens. Ball and a strike. As uh, boy, the game just coming to a crawl here. As Sterner really taking a lot of time. That pitch is outside. Two and one. Yes, the bit, that's, the, that's the one thing Sterner needs to work on this offseason coming into next year is his tempo. He works way too slow. You need to get on the mound, get ready to go, and go. It takes way too long sometimes. Two and one. Runner going. Hit and run. Ball hit into right field. And the Broncos will have runners at first and third. Yeah, you put yourself into a fastball count, and they, they read it perfectly, hit and run, and the, it's very very well done executed right there. Runners at the corners, three hits in the inning, and Connor Hendricks steps in with one out. Adding a third baseman, number 13, Connor Hendricks. Hendricks will step to the plate, hitting 224. Has a couple of hits in the series. Third baseman Jacobson about even with the bag. And he squares and bunts the ball down the first baseline. Great idea. A little foul. safety squeeze right there. I like that. So the Broncos playing a little bit of small ball here in the second. They've tied it up and trying to take the lead. Cougars back up the middle looking for the potential double play ground ball. And Rusty Filter, he gives all the signs for every pitch when his guys are on the mound and also uh, everything on the offensive side of the ball also. Again, no balls and one strike. And here is Sterner's pitch. Just over the outside corner for a strike. Nice little fame frame job there by Valdez. <laughs> Some guy in the crowd says, how wide is that plate? 0-2 the count. Well, big strikeout right here, if not double play ball. Sterner again, long look in as Hendricks back up. Here's the pitch outside for ball two, or ball one. Well, a double and two consecutive singles have tied this one up. And Santa Clara threatening now to take the lead here in the bottom of the second inning. 
One ball and two strikes. And the pitch, fastball, fouled straight back. Santa Clara won game one, 4-2. Cougar, Cougars came back last night with a 7-5 victory. Cougars have really struggled in the series. Uh, left 23 men on base in the first uh, two games. And four so far here in the first two innings. Ball fouled off again. Yeah, good battle here, real good battle. Hendricks, a 224 hitter. He is a freshman right here out of the San Jose area. And here is Sterner's pitch. Curveball fouled off again. Wow, that's a really good pitch right there. Good battle. Hendricks is locked in right here. Hendricks, 6'2, 160. Runs well. He's got five stolen bases on the year. He's got a couple of home runs and 14 RBIs. And Sterner, again the one-two fly ball. Rock Hill coming in, might be deep enough. He makes the catch, runner coming. Here comes the throw, and he is out at the plate. Oh, wow. Out wow. of the plate, the uh, the base runner knew he was out. He was kind of dancing around Valdez. Great throw That's there. A great job by Valdez to by, stay on it. Yeah, Valdez and a good throw by Brock Hill, and they cut the runner down at home plate. The uh, Cougars are retire the Broncos. We're through 2-1-1, BYU and Santa Clara on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Brock Hale just made a fantastic throw in from right field, and he'll lead it off. First pitch is over for a strike. Buckley's uh, next pitch is inside for a ball. You know, that's only Brock's third assist of the year, and I think I know why. I think nobody's been running on him this year at all. Because he threw out a ton of guys the last couple of years. Senior, they all know about his arm, and uh, when uh, that ball was hit, I thought, don't send him. There's a little... Ground ball, and uh, I think Brock Hale's going to get an infield single right there. Well, you take it. A little swing and bunt by Hale. Get a leadoff hitter on, you take it. A little off the end, a little swinging bunt, good speed. And here comes the guy right here, Jackson Clough. He is overdue, overdue right here. This is when he starts to usually heat up. He's been a really good Saturday hitter this year. He's had some of the best Saturdays of anyone I've ever seen. Clough steps in, struck out looking his first time up. Hale at first base. And here is Buckley's pitch. Curveball down low. You know, we talked about Brock's uh, great arm. He came had to come pretty hard to make that catch. Wasn't that long of a throw when, when I saw them send him. I knew as long as the ball was caught by Valdez, they should get him. Here's the one-ball pitch to Clough. That's over for a strike. 
the base runner saw he was out by about 10 feet, so he started kind of dancing around the plate, and Valdez just had to follow him to finally make the tag. I kept waiting for the umpire to call him out of the baseline. It's a crazy play to finish that half that half of the inning. 1-1 one, one pitch, Clough swings and misses 1-2. and two. Well, two strikes, got a battle here. Huge four-hole open. They're playing double play depth, and with the runner holding Brock on, just find a way, battle, put a ball through there, get some confidence going. Clough a 348 average leads the Cougars, and here's the one-two swing and a miss. Clough goes down again. Second time in the ball game, uh, Jackson Clough. Eight. To, to me, Jax just looks like he's uh, forcing it a little bit. Yeah, he's just trying way trying too, too hard. hard. He is. And that happens sometimes at this point of the, of the season. You know, when you're on the draft radar, you have scouts in the stands every single day. You're out trying to impress a new one to get to like you. And, and you see draft guys sometimes go through it. Mitch McIntyre now steps in. First pitch to McIntyre. Almost hit him in the back foot for ball one. Mitch uh, grounded out to third base his first time up there. 1-1 the score as we play the third inning here in Santa Clara. And here is the pitch. McIntyre fouls that one straight back. Cougar scheduled to leave the Oakland airport tonight about 7.30. What, get in about 9.30 or so? Yeah. 10? 9.30, 10? Yeah, about 9.55, 10 o'clock in that range. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Runner going, swinging a miss, and Brock Hale is going to pick himself up a stolen base. I guess some kind of a hit and run there, but Hale got a huge jump and was easily able to pick up the stolen base, so he's in scoring position now. Brock's a third steal of the year. Oh, good wheels there. Mitch has a chance to drive in a run. One ball, two strikes. And here's the pitch. Down low again. Two and two the count with uh, Austin Deming due up next. Cougars win this one. They will at least share a tie for the regular season title. So a lot on the line for BYU here today. 2-2 pitch popped up. Left fielder coming hard. Shortstop going out. Shortstop will make the play for the out. And that will bring Deming to the plate. As McIntyre and uh, Clough unable to come through with anything here in the third inning. First baseman, Austin Deming. And Deming, who flew out to center field his first time up, will step in. Uh, yep. Austin's first at bat of the series. Yeah, put a good swing on it his first time up. Need another good one right here. See if he can drive a two-out two run. Buckley's pitch, he checked his swing but went around, according to the home plate umpire Jeff Ladder, and the count now 0-1 on Deming, the freshman. 
out of Santa Clara, Utah. Two home runs on the year for Deming, 17 RBIs. He's played a little third base, played a little uh, first base, and uh, done some relieving in the season for BYU. Ian McIntyre, two position guys that have also thrown for the Cougars during the year. Cougars 20 and 10 against this uh, team overall. They've won 11 of the last 12, and there's a good curveball that drops in for a strike. Cougars have done a great job this year in conference. They've either swept or won just about every series except for two. And those two were San Diego and Gonzaga. And with this series on the line here today, they both won a game. You knew it was going to come down to the last weekend. And boy, has it ever up and down the conference. Yes, it has. It always does. Here's the one, two. Deming fouls that one off. You just keep thinking if the Cougars get a big hit, big two out hit, it's going to kind of open the floodgates. And it did against Utah on Tuesday. It did, yeah. When they were struggling. Let me give all the credit to the Santa Clara pitching staff. They've come in here and they've executed their plan. One and two the count. Pitch is down low. Two balls and two strikes. Deming will be followed by Casey Jacobson. Breezy, cool day here in Santa Clara. Still no rain yet. Forecast within the hour. Deming hits this ball pretty well. Right fielder looking up. Going back, he is on the track and makes the catch for the out. Deming hit the ball hard. But the right fielder, uh, Nebe, able to run it down for out number three. For the Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We are through two and a half. 1-1, Broncos and Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Okay, we'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Dawson Brigman will lead it off. Brigman, two for seven with an RBI in the series. As he hits here in the bottom of the third inning, Justin Sterner's first pitch is swing and a miss for strike one. Well, Deming ended that last inning with hitting the ball hard. Just uh, that wind's kind of going from right to left, blowing in a little bit. All the way back to the track. Here's Sterner's 0-1. Ball fouled straight back. Cougars uh, threw out a Santa Clara runner in the bottom of the second. Brock Hale from right field. Runner trying to score on a sack fly. And Valdez able to glove that thing and tag him out. 
Here's the 0-2 to Brigman. That's up high for ball one. Justin Sterner with a brother who will be pitching next year on the squad. Had an injury this year. As Sterner, eight wins, three losses on the year. Outstanding sophomore year. There's a ball fouled out of play. He's tied for 20th in the nation with those eight wins. He's one of eight sophomores with eight wins or more nationally. And the eight victories are tied for the fourth most by a BYU sophomore ever. And Sterner's holding opponents to a 250 opposing batting average. Ball again fouled off. is tied for the fifth lowest since 1970. So Sterner, just outstanding. Yeah, had had such a really good sophomore season. You know, got his feet wet a little bit last year. Wasn't quite ready. Arm wasn't all the way back from his mission and had a great summer and just keep building on that. One and two. Sterner's pitch. Check swing. And they asked for an appeal but didn't get the appeal. Where the first base umpire did, uh, I guess, the home plate. I mean, doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. Which I didn't think he Normally you do. Two and two. Ball fouled again straight back. They're battling. Well, that's the one thing that, uh, that Justin's going to have to do in the offseason is to develop a, a third pitch. Get more confidence in that second pitch, but really develop that third pitch. Because right now, you know, he's about 75, 80% fastball. Here it comes, here it comes. Two balls, two strikes. Fly ball, foul, out of play. Yeah, if he could develop some kind of a change to go along with that uh, slider and his good fastball, uh, he could have a really special year next year. Yeah, I agree. Two and two the count. Nobody out. Bottom of the third. Another ball fouled out of play. How many pitches is this at bat? You know, I haven't kept track, but I think that's at least five foul balls. Is that about nine pitch at bat, eight pitch at bat? Yeah. Cougars pretty good shape in their bullpen. But Laughlin just came in and got uh, three outs. In last night's game, they still got Zimmerman, who hasn't gone much. Anyway, not sure about his uh, activity today. A little fly ball right to Brock Hill and right. He makes the catch for the out. Yeah, nice win there by Sterner. Really nicely done. One man down top of the order, Cam Alley steps in. He struck out his first time up. Allie, the freshman of El Dorado Hills, California, 245 average with 12 RBIs on the year. Here's Sterner's pitch up a little bit high for a ball. He's been a tough out this series. Puts together some good at-bats, and when he gets on the bases, he makes things happen.
Here's the 1-0, swing and a miss for those of you wondering about next week. Tours will either play at 3 o'clock Pacific time or 7 o'clock Pacific time on Thursday. If they're the one seed, they'll play the four seed in the first game of the tournament, 3 o'clock, Banner Island Ballpark in Stockton. If they're a two or three, two, two seed, they'll play the second game. And that, I believe, is a, is that 7 or 7.30? I believe it's 7. I think so, yeah. I think it's 7, 7.30. On Thursday. Then the uh, losers play and the winners play. Ball hit pretty well. McIntyre coming in left field. He's there and makes the catch for the out. Very nice. Yeah, the number one and four seeds play at 3 o'clock. Game two at 7 o'clock, the two and three seeds. Then on Friday, the two losers play at noon. These are all Pacific times. So there will be a team eliminated after that game. Then the winner of games one and two will play at 3.30. And then the winner of game three and the loser of game four will eliminate another team. And then going into Saturday, there will be one undefeated team and one team with one loss. Pop-up should be playable. As Deming goes over near the dugout, makes the play for the out. Good inning by the pitcher, Justin Sterner. And that will do it for the Broncos in the inning. We're through 3-1-1, Cougars and Broncos on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.